0: Is That Really in the Bible? presents the teaching ministry of David Freeman. Okay. So, the title to the message is Why People May Not Like You. Isn't that a great title? I love that. (laughs) Now, obviously, there may be many reasons. Often we have obnoxious behavior that turns people off and, and So the list could be a mile long as to why people may not like me or may not like you, but why people may not like you. I wanna deal with one specific area that I think is a very serious character flaw. Probably affects half, at least in the United States, half the people in the United States would fall into this category. Maybe half the people in the world would fit into this category of this one character flaw that often causes people not to like an individual. Now, I found that people who uh, who are not liked would probably go through the rest of their life not realizing that they're not liked. They just, just sort of that, you know, I'm not like I, I don't care. Get used to the way I am. Uh, and again, they repeat the same old obnoxious behavior. So to set this up. To uh, I'm going to ask you some questions and uh, don't answer out loud. I don't want you to embarrass yourself uh, I don't want you to be identified as the person. I'm talking about uh, But first one is do people do others sometimes avoid you? Do people avoid you sometimes maybe you pick up on that The guy's avoiding me. He walked the other way uh, <laughs> Do people avoid you? Uh, you're in conversation, let's say, with a person, and maybe you've got people listening. You're talking, and someone's listening to you, or maybe several people are listening to you, and and one of the persons slips away, and you're thinking, "Well, I was talking to that person. Where's that person going to?" That's rude. Slips away from you. Gets out. Gets, gets out. Out. Out from under you. <laughs> Next question: Do you do you always have to make new friends? Meaning, you seem to lose your friends. Maybe at the workplace, you 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 make you hit you hit it off of a person, and you and you're really you know you think well I, I've got this good friend, and then before long they they quit coming around again, and you have to make new friends. You always find yourself having to make no matter where you move, where you live, you're always having to make new friends. Your friends seem to abandon you. Maybe not all, but they seem to leave. Do people acknowledge you and then quickly run away? Next question. Next question. Do you always feel like you have to hold a conversation? You have to do all the talking? It's almost like your, your duty or your responsibility. Uh, do you feel like if you didn't do the talking, no one else would? Actually, it would be a very peaceful world if people, you know, uh, be quiet anyway. Uh, (laughs) Do you feel like, next question, in order to be perceived as intelligent, you've got to talk. You know, it's it's imperative that I've just got to, that way people will know. I'm really a smart cookie. (laughs) Now, what does all this have to do with people not liking you? Well, here it is, the reason people may not like you is because you're not good at listening. You're just not a good listener. Now, write that down. Put it in your pipe and smoke it. You know, write it down in your book or whatever. If people avoid you, if you're in conversation and people seem to slip away, if you always have to make new friends, if people acknowledge you and then quickly run away, write this down i'm not a good listener i'm just not a good i'm not good at listening to others now i uh remember statesville church uh there was a man there that i would avoid like the plague in fact i would I would map out my entrance, sort of like a football play. You know, I would go into the church and I would think, okay, there's the chairs on that side. There's an the aisle there. I see him there. That's my road right there. Uh, and wherever he was sitting, I would sit furthest away because he was the type of person. He wouldn't communicate. He would talk at you. You ever meet people that talk at you? I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in a little bit. People that are good at talking at you. But he was one of these, it was not conversation, it was not give and take. If he got a hold of you, you would be there for the next 30 minutes. And if you tried to slip away, as I would often do, I would start doing like it. He'd grab you by the arm and and say, hey, I'm talking to you. After 20 minutes have gone by. And he's right. He was talking to me. We were not communicating. There was no give and take. It was just him talking at me. There was another woman I remember that just, oh, my goodness. I mean, she could not stop it. I mean, I, I was—I remember sitting there thinking, praying, Lord, give me a out. How do I get away from this person? I can't. I mean, this is killing me, you know. You know, you're the head nodder. You know, that's like, uh uh-huh, mm-hmm, yeah, mm mm-hmm. You know, I'm not listening to a word a person says. uh Uh-huh, yeah, all right, mm mm-hmm, yeah. Because after after so many minutes, you tune people out when there's not conversation, when there's not communication. You have to, to stay alive. (laughs) Um, How am I ever going to get out of here? Now, what does the Bible say about listening? Let's turn to Philippians 2 and verse 4. Philippians 2 and verse 4. and This is the English revised version. I'm using different translations here, but uh, I like the way this puts this. Philippians 2 and verse 4. Philippians 2 and verse 4. It says, and keep your place there because I'm going to skip up to the next verse eventually here. Philippians 2 and verse 4. It says, don't be interested only in your own life but care about the lives of others too. Now, it's amazing we have to be told that. Don't be interested only in your own life, but care about the lives of others too. And this is something that we're going to have to do. It's a discipline, you know. Now, I mentioned earlier, have you ever met people that just talk at you? And I, I liking it, I liken it to an analogy of having they have a wheel wheelbarrow full of stuff. And maybe it's a, it's a hodgepodge of stuff that happened all week long. And maybe, you know, Billy got you know, he got his front teeth put back in. Sue got a DUI. Uh it can be religious uh ideas and concepts, but it's a wheel wheelbarrow full of stuff and they just shovel that conversation at you and they just throw it on you. You know. Talking at you, just, just dig it up and just throw it at you, throw it at you, throw it at you. It's a hodgepodge of just different convoluted ideas, and, and they, they're just, it's not communication. Okay, they're talking at you. I have met a lot of people that do this, that talk at you. And it's a, it's a killer. It's a killer when it happens to you. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, we're supposed to be honest Speak the truth to all men, all women, Uh, and I'm not sure how you handle this, but I sometimes think we ought to be honest and just say, you know, I can't listen to 15 minutes of you talking at me. You know, 15 minutes have gone by and you're still talking at me. We need to have some conversation, some give and take here. And it can be just a rehearsal of things that interest them, things that happened to them in the past week. Again, Philippians 2 and verse 4, don't be interested only in your own life, but care about the lives of others too. And if you can get, if you try to get a word in edgewise, often you cannot. You just can't do it. You know, you, you, try, to, you try to crowbar something in, I'm, 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 I'm going to do this even if, it, you know. And you can't do it. They won't allow you to do it. Philippians 2 and verse 3. Philippians 2 and verse 3. In whatever you do, don't let selfishness or pride be your guide. Be humble and honor others more than yourself. Now, I have found that the poor listener doesn't do this to honor others more than himself. He thinks what I have to say is more important. The poor listener. What I have to say is more important. Now, here's another thing I've found out person who is a poor listener doesn't realize how much he or she may talk. Oblivious. Oblivious. And I, I, this, I would actually recommend this. If you fit into this category, get you a stopwatch. <laughs> click it when you start. And click it when you stop. And pull it out and look at it. You might be amazed. You mean to tell me. I've just babbled on for 20 minutes without taking a breath. You might be amazed at it. Uh, now, again, this is not give and take. This is not conversation. Often, this can be a person on a pedestal. You know, there's a difference when oh, I'm doing right here, I'm allowed 30 minutes to, to talk to you. With human relationships, you don't have this podium, but a lot of people think they do. They ought to carry a podium with, podium with them everywhere they go. <laughs> a little tiny one they can just set up and say, I'm getting ready to talk to you and just set my podium. And then you're going to listen to me for 25 minutes. Okay? Uh, give and take is, is you, say a few, you say a couple sentences. The other person comes back and says a couple sentences. And then you go back and say a couple. That, that's what we're talking. This is conversation here. And it's critical to have this. James 1 and verse 19. James 1 and verse 19. Oh, uh, excuse me. Psalms 141 and verse 3. I almost missed this verse. I talked about a stopwatch. This is a biblical concept right here, the stopwatch. Uh, Psalms 141 and verse 3. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. (laughs) Why is that in there? (laughs) I'm telling you, it's for the people that need a stopwatch in their pocket and to click it when they start talking. (laughs) All right, James 1 and verse 19. James 1 and verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. do you think there's a connection between swift to hear, slow to speak, and controlling your anger? I think it is. I think it is. And we need to make that connection. Um, often I've, I've gotten people comment or make a lot of sarcastic comments about maybe one of my YouTube videos. And, and one of the things I always do is I give it some time before I answer it. I just I you know I try to cool down, for one, if it, if it upsets me. And I say, Lord, this is not worth, you know, get on there and just blast this person. Give it a day. Come back and answer it. Or, or, or a lot of times, don't answer it at all. You know, just forget about it. Uh, but anyway, uh, Proverbs 18 and verse 2. Proverbs 18 and verse 2. This is a uh, different translation here. Proverbs 18 and verse 2. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. Powerful, almost condemnation. You know, uh, When you think about this, the fool takes no pleasure in understanding. Are we understanding? Is there give and take? Are we communicating? Or is it just only expressing one's opinion? Proverbs 17 and verse 27. Proverbs 17 and verse 27. He that has knowledge spares his words, and a man of understanding is of an excellent spirit. He that has now, you would think just the opposite would be true. You got knowledge. Why would you spare your words? You should let it rip. You know, let the tongue loose. <laughs> let it flop. Let the gums flop. Just don't <laughs> shut it off. Just keep going. Well, no. It says, "He that has has knowledge spares his words," and a man of understanding is an excellent spirit. Proverbs ten, and verse nineteen. Proverbs 10 and verse 19. This is God's words translation. It says, sin is unavoidable when there is much talk. But whosoever seals his lips is wise. Notice that. Sin is unavoidable when there is much talk. Because once you, you, once you say it, you can't take it back, can you? You can't take it back. What does the Bible say about give and take? You know, there's a powerful verse, you don't have to turn there, but in Isaiah 1, verse 18, God is speaking to us, and he says, Come now, and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, and shall, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. You know, God comes along and says, look, let us reason together. Let's have the give and take. This is not God just talking at you. This is not you just, you know, it, it's, it's communication. Come, let us reason together. Again, what is give and take? What is conversation? Well, I've already mentioned it. You know, it, it's where you say a few sentences sentences, and then your counterpart comes back and, and you know, you're communicating, you're giving and taking, you're understanding, you're developing thoughts, concepts, ideas, even relationships with give and take. So, how do you become a good listener? I'm going to give you nine points on how to become a good listener. Number one, admit, if if you fall into this category, I'm not saying everybody fits into this category, but, you know, just, okay. (laughs) Admit that you love the sound of your own voice. (laughs) Now, some people hate the sound of their voice. They'll record it and they'll say, man, I sound like a country hillbilly. Uh... But I am convinced if you're not a good listener, you could, you could have you a CD of you talking and listen to it all day long. Admit that you love the sound of your own voice. I've often thought that. You know, I thought that person must love the sound of their voice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number two. If you're going to become a good listener, you're going to have to eliminate the details short, you know, (laughs) give them the short version. Okay? Give them the short version. You know, sometimes, now I'm going to admit this, sometimes our prayer requests, I'm ready to go berserk. I'm thinking, man, did I need the details of that one? You know, Uh, did I need to know he's got his toes cut off and he's hanging by a thread? You know, no, I don't need to know that. I just need to know the guy had an accident and he hurt his foot. Okay, eliminate the details. You know, we live in a fast food society, everything. You can get it immediately. You can get info. You got Google. You can get information immediately. Why do we think when it comes to communication that people want 15 minutes of details? Why? I'm telling you, from, uh, from a person to you, I don't give a rip about the details. Get to the point of what you want. I am, you know, <laughs> so uh, if you're going to become a good listener, give people the short version. Number three, ask questions. Ask questions. I have a whole, uh, I have a DVD, The Art of Asking Questions. Angela's very good at asking, I've always noticed that about her. She's very good at asking questions. She'll make you think, you know, and uh, th- th- it's, a, it's a gift. You know, ask questions if you're going to become a good listener. Number four is what I call reality and all its ugliness. In a two-way conversation, there is nothing you have to say that is important enough to last 15 minutes. <laughs> 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 just, just write that one down. <laughs> If you've gone 15 minutes, you're living under an illusion, and you and you hadn't stopped. There's nothing that that important in a two-way conversation. Okay, to, to last 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> number five: Avoid using filler words as filler. You know, if you can use one word, you know, don't don't use 25 words to explain one word. Okay. You know, it drives you crazy. Uh, 2 Timothy 2 and verse 16, NIV says, Avoid godless chatter, because those who indulge in it become more and more ungodly. Okay, uh, just chatter in general. You know, uh, avoid using words as filler. Becoming a good listener. Number six, consider your limited intelligence that you may not have all the answers. I mean, you, you know, Proverbs 18 and verse 13 says this, is he that answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and a shame to him. You know, sometimes we, know, we don't even get the thing out and we've already got someone answering us for 10 minutes about the solution to the problem. Are we really listening? You know, are we really listening uh, <clears throat> to what the person... Often <clears throat> when people ask me questions on uh, my YouTube channel, I will, uh, I very seldom answer it immediately. I will pray about it, and I'll come back a day later. And a lot of times, if one-on-one, a person, you know, I will say, give me some time to think about that. Let me think about that, the answer to that question. Number seven, seek to understand others. Becoming a good listener, seek to understand others. Proverbs 4 and verse 7. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all you're getting, get understanding. Seek to understand others. Number 8. Becoming a good listener. Seek to encourage others. To encourage others. A word fitly spoken and in due season is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. That's Proverbs 25 and verse 11. You know how you know what it's like for a person to either to give you that encouragement. I mean, it lifts your spirit. Uh, seek to encourage others. And the last one is let others instigate the conversation in you. You know, I use that wheelbarrow analogy where sometimes people are just shoveling out, talking at you. Let others dig in your wheelbarrow. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and and now there may not be anything there is the reason they're not digging in it. But, uh, <laughs> but let others instigate the conversation in you. you know? And, and, and uh, I know everybody's busy and sometimes we don't do that, but uh, one of the ways you do that is by asking questions. You, know, you ask the person, you know, oh, what's going on in your life or whatever. Proverbs 20 and verse 5, a <clears throat> contemporary English version says, someone's thoughts may be as deep as the ocean. But if you are smart, you will discover them, okay? Deep waters, but if I'm smart, I'll discover by digging in that, pre- so, so the last one was let others instigate the conversation in you. Don't be a dumping ground where you just dump your conversation on people. Now, I mentioned this can be a character issue. I think it can be. Being, you know, being a good listener, or not a good listener, can be a character issue. You know, there's seven phrases in the book of Revelation. It goes like this. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And that's repeated seven times. He that has an ear to hear. You know, grab those things on the side of your head right there. He that, You know, there's a reason you got two and one mouth. <laughs> Although I'm convinced some people think, you know, they got two ear and four mouths. You know, it's just got, they got more mouths than they got ears. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to hear God's voice when you've already decided what you want him to say. People who don't listen to God have already decided what they want him to say, what they want God to say. And people that don't listen to others, if you think about it, have really already decided what that person thinks. That's why you can't get a word in edgewise. Because they don't don't give you room for your opinion. You see, they've already decided what that person thinks. So, why people may not like you. And you know, the sad thing is, this is such an easy fix. It's such an easy fix. Start listening to others. So, the question is. Are you listening? For more information, check us out online at IsThatReallyInTheBible.net. Listen to the podcast, watch the weekly program, worship with us on our weekly Sabbath service, and be sure to visit our free bookstore. Again, the website is IsThatReallyInTheBible.net.